This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome back Dr. Ed Welch. Ed is a licensed counselor with a PhD in neuropsychology from the University of Utah. He's also a counselor and faculty member at the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He's been counseling for more than 35 years and has written extensively on the topics of depression, fear, and addictions. His books include A Small Book for the Anxious Heart, Created to Draw Near, When People Are Big and God is Small, Shame Interrupted, and one of my favorites, Side by Side, Walking with One Another in Love and Wisdom. He blogs regularly at ccef.org. I hope you'll check out his writings and more information about Ed there. Ed and his wife, Sherry, have two married daughters and eight grandchildren. Ed, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Great to be with you thinking about Scripture, champ. Well, I am thrilled to hear what you have for us today. So what verses would you like to draw our attention to? I'd like to take a look at Psalm 121. It has captured my attention recently, mm-hmm. and it's a short psalm, only eight verses, so it's easy to read the whole thing. But I'm especially thinking of an image or two that appears in verses 4, 5, and 6. I'll move into it with verse 4. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. So that's Psalm 121, verses 4 through 6. Correct. So before we get into the content of the actual psalm and the verses and the context, how has this verse become meaningful to you? What's the story there? I think about fear fairly often. I write about fear and and try to grow in dealing with my own fears and anxieties. And when you look at Scripture with that in mind and say, Lord, help, speak to me, teach me, mm-hmm. Psalm 122 just comes right off the page. It's vivid. So let's go to the verses you read. So why don't you kind of paraphrase them and walk us through what are these verses saying? The people who are speaking this to each other, they're leaving one of the major festivals in Jerusalem. So they're walking down the hill together, and they have just remembered the mighty acts of God. And it seems as though they're talking back and forth to each other. And so here's, here's what somebody says. He or she remembers he, the Lord keeps Israel, keeps them close. He cares for them. And, and that's a very, a very nice picture. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. Where all the other gods of the world... They, they have to be put to bed at night. <laughs> when you make up a god, they're just like a person. Maybe you know they have a, they're they're stronger or they can you know they can do have some superpower. Mm-hmm. But the Lord is God, and the reason we can sleep is because He doesn't. He will neither slumber nor sleep. So what a beautiful picture. The second one is we have to imagine the 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 noonday sun of that part of the world, which is, it's, it's a desert, it's an arid climate, and it is, it, it is a hot one. Mm-hmm. We also have to remember that these are people who are walking home, and they, they probably have at least a few hours, maybe a day or two. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be out in the sun quite a bit, and there's not a whole lot of shade around. Certainly on the path they're walking, there isn't mm-hmm. shade. Right. And, and, not, and along with the fact that they're vulnerable, they're in the, they're in the wilderness areas, and, and you're, you're just more vulnerable. And this is the picture he gives you. He says something like this. 
He says, I am so close to you that the shade of my being will cover you. Hmm. It, it will cover you. That's how close I am to you. And, and to have somebody covering us, I, I actually had this experience recently. I had my four-year-old and we were, we were outside and I saw that the, the sun was, it, it, it was hard for her to see because it was, it was, it was coming right in her eyes. And, and so I figured, okay, I'm going to, I'm big. I can just sort of cover her over. I'll be like her umbrella. And, and I found that I had to work really hard. I had to be so close to her. I was touching her all over. You know, it was like this umbrella. I was, had my arms around her. I had, my, I had a hat on, and I was trying to make my hat, so it, it cast a shadow over her. And it was, just, it was just a lovely experience for both of us. She understood that I enjoy being close to her, and she enjoys being close to me. But she also understood that I was caring for her. I was keeping the sun out of her eyes so she could enjoy the day. So it's a picture of, of the Lord, ultimately of Jesus, being really, really, really close, so close that his shadow covers us and keeps us from the noonday sun. Oh, that's such a wonderful reality that's pictured here. So I'm going to read the passage again. This is Psalm 121, verses 4 through 6. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. God's Word says, Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. So what's that last part about, Ed? Why do they bring up, I mean, I get the sun. I'm, I'm kind of fair-skinned. I can totally understand why I'd be grateful for the Lord <laughs> to shelter me from the sun. Uh, but what's going on with the moon? That's a good question. I, I, I think there are, there are probably two things going on with the moon. One is the moon means it's dark. And, and when it's dark, you really want somebody close to you. <laughs> so so I, yeah, I have grandchildren and I have... I have two of them who I, they're six in two different families. And both of them have probably had only a handful of evenings where they haven't eventually gone into their parents' bedroom and slept in their parents' bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, 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 they do it automatically as soon as they wake up because there's something about the dark that we feel like we're a little bit more out of control and we don't know what might be lurking around. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. I think the other part is, is in those days when the moon was full, they, I think they thought the creepy things were more prone to happening. <laughs> so. Yes, it sounds like uh, how we think about Halloween that time of year. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Lord is near good times and scary times. And so near that he, he touches us and covers us up from, from the elements. Yeah. So why is it difficult at those times to embrace this truth and uh, let it deal with our fear? Why, I mean, shouldn't it be easy? Why is it difficult? Well, if it was easy, I guess he'd only say something once to us, and that would be the end of it. But he, you know, the Lord never, never, never stops repeating Himself to help us to see spiritual realities, and and that's what that's what we're trying to do. We we want to grow in our faith, and and faith can be spoken of in different ways. But one way to think of faith, their eyes that can see better, where where we can okay, we have eyes, we can see the sun, and we can see the moon. We, we can see some of the things that, that you know, we, we can imagine the things that lurk in the darkness. And what the Lord is saying, no, I want you to see farther in. I want you to see things that are a little bit harder to see. And that's, that's what he's doing here. Here's, here's what you can, you, can, you can barely see with your eyes. You have to have eyes of faith. You have to have eyes that are really, that, that their acuity, they can see more clearly because 
because of the very words of God. It's, it's, it's easy and it's hard. It's easy. All we have to do is listen to the Lord and, mm-hmm. and, and, and see and look at these things. It's hard because there are lots of reasons to be afraid and, and it's easy to forget. So, so we remember that tomorrow morning, then we remember it the next morning mm-hmm. and, and we pray a passage like this. And, and after a few weeks or months or years, we begin to remember it. And, and in a difficult time, we all of a sudden, we naturally say, well, here's what I know, that this is, this is scary, but, but Jesus is with me and closer than I can imagine. So, Ed, if you're talking to one of your grandchildren and they are heading into their day at school or to be with friends, and you wanted to encourage them, not just to not be afraid because the Lord is close to them, but to actually be able to encourage some of their friends not to be afraid as well. What might you say to them? How would you encourage them to walk beside their friends and encourage them not to be afraid? It might be something like this. I I, I might say to, I'm thinking of my grandsons going off to school. Uh, Kids, what what we saw today in Psalm 121 is so, it's just beautiful that Jesus is, is this close to us. Maybe, maybe what you might think of today as you talk to a friend, you can say something about your own fears because everybody has fears. You're, you, you, all your friends have fears. Maybe you can say, this is what I was learning today. This is what I, we read in the Bible today. And so just, you, know, you might want to think about one person who you think might be a little bit afraid or, or, or stands off to the side and doesn't have as many friends, maybe you can say, this is what I learned today. And you can tell them about this particular picture, about how Jesus came really close. So, Champ, I appreciate that question because it, it's one thing to be able to hear the Scripture read to us, and, and, and it's another thing to be able to see the Scripture, but then it's another thing to actually speak the Scripture to, to a friend of ours. There's something about speaking it that, 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 that encourages and enhances our faith even in itself. That's so good. Ed, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Would you just lift these verses up in prayer to the Lord for us? I'd be, I'd be glad to. Father, We chances are we're going to forget these things, but you keep reminding us. So today, this is what we want. You have given us this picture of who you are. This is how close you are. And may we see that you are our shade, even today. And then I pray your spirit would, would give us a heart that we can remember and retain this and, and even speak it to some other person. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.